for the Uncle Rico Show. It's time for the Uncle Rico Show. So chug a course, cause here we go. It's the 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 Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the world-famous Uncle Rico show with your world-famous Uncle Rico host live from the Rustic Cut Studios. Boom! Let's do this. How's everybody doing? Good evening. Uh, is this live? Yeah, I'm doing okay. Uh, I'm going to put my collar at half staff tonight after last night. Disaster. I have to. What happened? You and the missus didn't work. No, out? no, with uh, with E Rock you had on. E Rock, we had Grillo on last night. That wasn't E Rock. No, maybe that's why he didn't like the interview. Oh, okay. He didn't know who it was. No, it, it, it's, listen, we took a shot. We tried. He didn't want to talk. He didn't want to do anything negative towards his friend. Okay, you know we got to respect you. I like him. I like everybody. <laughs> hey, I, I, look, if if I'm gonna kill somebody, I'm telling him he's the guy right. you tell. He's he's a stand up guy. He's not he's gonna write. That's for sure. Not, you know, uh, so. But you know, enough about last night. Nobody wants to revisit that disaster. Listen, everybody's prepping for for DabbleCon. Everybody's all over the place. A lot of a lot of busy work going on. It's all it's all good. These boys this are guy's good. This guy's good. I like this guy. Yeah, I like him too. He's hilarious. Bad band references. Obscure band references. Oh, Queensryche is not obscure. Judas Priest is not obscure. To me, it is. A little bit. <laughs> All right. How you doing? <laughs> he watches everything, that every movement he makes. And I and love when he does when he does the neck thing, when he's like working out or getting ready for a fight <laughs> or to go in the game. I like when he's doing that. I wish I could talk to him about it. Oh, man. Uh, did you hear what he said about <laughs> You see the head thing? I love that. I love, I love But John just looks at him and, oh, and I tries to figure him out at every move that he makes, and you see him get really confused about it. Yeah. How you doing, man? Oh, did you hear what he said about that uh, that that V5 thing or whatever? Yeah. I mean, Wirecast is very similar. It's not Rendezvous. It's Wirecast that we're going to use. Starting oh, okay. next – so starting Thursday – See, John needed this guy in his life so much because John doesn't know how to do anything, and this guy does. And I wonder how tough it was to get John to, like, A, trust him enough to yeah. try things, and B, what's it like, that process of trans, you know, I don't know how to say that word. but How do you get inside of that mind? And <laughs> right. Like, underneath that fence that's so low already. Like, how can you get into that? And go, I can take this over. I can run this machine. That's a great question. We should ask him. All right. Bring him on then. Ladies and gentlemen, Vince. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? I forgot, I forgot about that episode. <laughs> we didn't. We're loving it. You, you were so masterful at um, really playing both sides. Like the, the trolls loved you. Uh, John loved you uh, to a certain extent, but you had to know that the writing was on the wall sooner or later. Th this was going to be a falling out, right? I didn't. And what I wanted to bring to his show was mm -hmm. an opposing opinion. And to yeah. me, that's, that would make his show interesting. And he probably would be way further along than, than where he is now. So just to give you a little backstory, how I met him was actually, I was introduced to him by Steve Grillo. I've represented a few 
of the Howard Stern cast and crew, maybe some here I've represented. And I was introduced to John. I saw his channel. If, if anyone can go back and look at his channel initially, there was most of the videos were not his. They were someone else's. Right. I heard he, he filed a copyright uh, lawsuit subsequent to all that. But for the most part, when I was there, we removed all the copyrighted stuff, all the videos. And then we started to work on his channel. So he used to use that StreamYard program initially. And the setup wasn't good, but at least we were trying to progress it. But in terms of content, I was definitely going to be combative with him. And that's just my personality. I'm not necessarily like the, the friendliest guy. But when he would say certain things, for example, he said to me that uh, I hate Trump. And I said, well, why do you hate him? Well, he doesn't allow transsexuals in the, in the military. I said, well, how does that affect you? Now, I know that. No, but I mean, it wasn't even being, yeah. I wasn't being no, funny. I know. I know that his, his kid is, is, is transsexual. But I go, was she or he trying to be in the military? Because right. then it would affect you. Yeah. So right. if it doesn't affect you, and I'm not afraid to say that. I'm not afraid mm -hmm. to say, John, just because you have a trans kid and Trump is banning trans people from the military, if it doesn't affect you, then it has no relevance. See, I'm yeah, willing to like, go there. He right. doesn't like, he didn't like going against anything going against the Democrats. But it's party. great radio. That's what people That's tune in to hear. It's I amazing. Know. Like, you know, like him, Vince and Mike should have a show because it would be fucking phenomenal. You know, yeah, Mike's always called... combative with us. Yeah. He's always being a bitch, and you and him would be great. I mean, I, sorry, not a I bitch. I think I'm a yeah. very agreeable uh, person. What? Mike's well, an asshole. no, yeah, you he's, he's a real a, dick. <laughs> you guys would have a field day with each other. But the <laughs> thing right. I love the most about Vince is that you just heard what he said. Like he's had the right idea for John from day one, and had mm -hmm. John listened to him and taken his advice, okay, John would be making money hand over fist with his show correct vince yeah so i i first found out about john on on the stephanie miller show and then i heard the cream abdul jabbar roast and then like i fell in love with him so then i went back and listened to all the the stuff on stern so then mm. but i loved john's initial podcast i don't know if you if you ever heard it but um, this is serious i i would download it and i would go on vacation i listened to his original podcast they were really good he was doing yeah. it from a studio yes produce really? he had guests yeah. and then he, he had tons of energy too and he didn't stammer he didn't get stuck he didn't he didn't he wasn't drunk it didn't sound like yeah none of that really bothered me whether he stammered or not it's just a matter of he was just being honest in his daily life and it was funny and it was authentic and then he got into the politics thing which is fine but it just alienates a lot of people and you know john's yeah. not the brightest when it comes to it he can't handle any type of uh, opposing opinion right yeah. right forget criticism just opposing opinion yeah. <laughs> right yeah but i still you know i'm still a huge fan of john that's why like you're not going to mm -hmm. necessarily get so much bashing from me either uh, yeah. when yeah, it comes to john but no, I'll, I'll give I'll you I'll i was you. on the inside obviously i knew what was what's going your on. venmo you don't need to bat. You just you just need to yeah. fill in blanks. We'll we'll have questions and you just yeah, yeah. You, that's all. We're not we're not we don't bring people on here to bash him. We'll take care of that. We're we're here to bust yeah. his balls. You guys are just so here you, to you probably know, have insight that we don't have. Exactly. Yeah, so so someone warned me, and I can't there's some things I can say and some because we spoke about legal issues too. So right. Yeah, you know, I have to like sort of go around certain things, but mm -hmm. some people said that John will will size you up. And eventually ask for money. I can't say verify whether that's true or not in my situation, but uh, he, that's uh, Bob. You said it earlier. That's really what John is doing. He he is sizing me up, not necessarily to just do the show, but then behind the scenes as well. I I think that's probably what was going on. Although I I can't confirm or deny 
Right. Yeah. The feeling out process, if you will. All right. Let's get into this. They were going to be in the Thursday. new studio. It's exciting. Uh, okay. Are you okay? Wait, so, so, so what? right before this, did he do like the most boring interview with someone I never heard of? And yes. I thought, I was, was I fake sleeping uh, when he came Ralph, to me? Ralph, Ralph Sutton from Gas Digital. Okay. So like when he transferred, was I, was I fake sleeping? I didn't see that yes. here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Yes. yeah. 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 I mean, it, it was just so now I've, I know that's not necessarily the best thing to do for, for a team, but it was just so goddamn boring. So what are we doing here? It was so boring. So it, it was boring. And then at times, uh, creepy rapey. <laughs> it was a weird interview. So yeah. Cause I didn't yeah. know why I was shaking my neck like that. I forgot that I was fit. I was like waking up from, yeah. you know, from, from that bit. Okay. All right. Yeah, Big daddy. Yeah, Dodo. Yeah. wait, big daddy. Dodo has a good question. Yeah. What yeah. is he doing? Uh, does this dude have a Gandolfini story to share? <laughs> no, we heard a little good uh, gun. I like the story. I don't know. It seems Did like people really? didn't like it. I don't know. So Maybe. where'd we stop at? 13, right? 13 minutes? Yes, 13. Okay, got it. All right, I'm getting there. You can see how you like that story, Bob. It was the worst possible story told in the worst possible way. Yeah. Benny, just be fucking serious for a second. I'm being serious. Here. I'm being serious. I don't think Howard has any obligation to Scott relating to the Robin situation, his See? wife situation. Okay. All right. So, okay, Benny, let's just fuck. I'm, uh, I'm going to go down this unclear path, which is why probably your picture is unclear. Okay. So then just. So he was expecting you to side with him and to say how evil Howard was for, for not paying for all of the treatment for Scott's wife, for, for. Uh, I don't know for everything really, and and you were like, look, he's not legally obligated to pay for anything. Like he, it's a choice. You may not agree with it, but he's not breaking a law by by not donating or or helping him, right? Yeah, and so like, let's just use someone because I may have represented him as well, and and our okay. things. But just like, let's say if it's someone, did they? Did you ask him? Did you exhaust all of your? all of your savings before you start begging your boss of 30 years. And, you know, if the answer is not yes, then you really don't need to have someone giving you charity just yet. I mean, it's nice, but it, there's no obligation by Howard to pay for the treatment. And who knows, who knows if they even wanted to be together. Correct. Right. So who knows what's going on behind closed doors? So this is just another one of John's typical sympathy plays, which we see all the time. And I love him. I love that John does that. Like the same thing with the transsexual Trump thing. It's a sympathy right. play. Most people are going to say, oh my God, that's right. Trump's an asshole for doing it. Well, I personally agree that they should be banned. That's my opinion. And sure. I'm not afraid to voice it. Like if you have a mental illness, you probably shouldn't be in the military. That's my yeah. opinion. Yeah. And, and John, it may hurt you because your kid is trans, but that's going to be my opinion. I'm not trying to hurt you personally, but mm -hmm. this is the show. Let's talk about it. That's and I'm right. willing to change opinions too. Yeah, yeah, now we got a fucking show. Now we got a show. There's a discussion <laughs> happening, which it seems is, pretty simple. Wait, well, yeah, but it's you know? you know why? Because it doesn't fucking happen anymore. Because people don't talk; they just argue, they take sides, and they yeah. fight. Th this is what would make for a great show. Again, mm -hmm. a ball dropped. You know. Let's get back into this. Explain to me this: Robin, unfortunately, passes away. Howard doesn't walk down and fucking offer his condolences. He sends him a two-sentence email that, that says the following. 
Beth and I. Can I ask a question here uh, regarding Scott's exit? And and you know, if you can't answer it, that's fine. But isn't this isn't John jeopardizing uh, Scott's agreement upon exit by claiming that I don't know that he said he's seen the email, but explaining that Scott it sound like he knows what's in there. It's it's right. And isn't that risky for doesn't that put Scott at risk? I mean, maybe technically, but practically no, because John could say he saw it from someone else. Like probably he got it from you. Like, cause I mean, whatever you were giving him, that email may have been in the batch of information that you were giving him. Why am I giving it to him? No, like because you know you gave him the video and all the other things. So, <laughs> <laughs> He's the fucking best man. It, it could have been in that batch. Of, no, there's no back, Vince. There's no back. Vince is the best. We uh, you say this is what you need. <laughs> what? Somebody coming after me? Fuck you, Bob. No, no. I, I, I mean, just fucking, you know, doing a real fucking show, you know? Yes. Yes. I, I love it. I That's what we tried to get John to come over for, but he, we told he doesn't him we understand can. it. You know? Join us. We're not going to do this format if you no. join us. Let's have a fucking show where... You have your opinions, we have ours, and let's mm -hmm. do it. And I told him, you want money? That's where the money's at. Come work with us. Yeah. So spe speaking of that, because surely, I, I mean, I sort of, I had these huge cases that have that's all all resolved now. Now, I, I didn't even know what the Uncle Rico show was when you when you had spoke about it a few months ago. I see you get super chats. I know that that YouTube takes half. Bob, yeah. and does everyone else get a portion of that? Are you sharing that with your colleagues? Of course, everybody's getting paid on this stuff okay. from top to bottom. All right. Yeah. So I told you, you next time you call me a bottom, there's going to be a fucking problem. <laughs> what do you think this is? Melendez Enterprises? <laughs> you, you think I'm fucking running to the bank and nobody? We got, we got more people behind the, the wall fucking getting paid, you know, than on show. Yeah. Truthfully. Yeah. We got, yeah. We I just got... didn't know how, how it was working financially. And it's good. And it's good that you're actually splitting. I mean, some hosts don't. Uh, so, so YouTube sends their money on the 11th. It clears on the 15th. So the money should be in your account and mine by what, like the 17th or 18th. I'm sorry, yeah. yours. Yeah, <laughs> he he gets to cut it tonight. <laughs> I'll give you a check. Cut. I'll give you a cut, but you're gonna have to do more than one fucking no, show. <laughs> you got to do two shows a week for that. Come on, it's in the contract. <laughs> no, everybody here. Listen, uh, look, see this guy just put up in the chat. Shuli takes good care of the team. Now, did he write yeah. that because he's on the team? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But he means it. Or does he have a gun to his head backstage? Right hey, now? I want the we rest of the team writing in chat that this is an awesome opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Our sorry for your loss. We have donated to a charity in your wife's name, Howard. That's it. If you have, you know, someone that works for you, they work for you for 30 years and their wife or husband dies. You're not going to go up to them personally and fucking offer them your condolences. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying there. I, I don't, I hate when people make donations in your name when you don't even ask for it. No, and, give the money uh, to me. He's had it for a long time. It comes a time where you have to move on oh, top. Sorry. And Howard can't even fucking help him out a little bit. And tells them don't talk to him and they'll tear up the first two books. And to Scott, relating to the Robin situation. What the fuck happened? His so wife's situation. Okay. All right. So then your condolences. 
Yeah, I, I get what you're saying there. I, I don't. I hate when people make donations in your name when you don't even ask for it. No, and, give the money uh, to me. Now, just a curiosity question, and if you don't know the answer, that's fine. If you do and you can't say it, that's fine. Do you know if John donated anything to Scott? I don't know, but that is the question that Howard would even ask. When Jackie would always complain about how cheap Howard was, then Jackie would Howard would ask Jackie, well, Jackie, what you get me for Christmas? <laughs> right. you know, the, the infamous, like, pop, they all complain they only got popcorn one year for Christmas. Right. But <laughs> no one else gave Howard anything. Right. <laughs> and if it wasn't for Howard, none of them would even have any remotely close to have that type of salary. So, um, yeah, so that's that's the question you would ask, John. But see, like, as John and I were talking, and he makes a good point, if someone worked for you 30 years, yeah, you'd probably go up to them. But we don't know if that ever happened. Correct. Well, Neither does who knows? He, that's, that's what I was yeah. trying to say the other night was, look, I wasn't there because uh, he makes a claim that that Howard yelled at Scott in the hallway, you're not supposed to talk to me after the show. Now, I've been uh, in those halls after a show thousands of times, and never once have I seen him yell at anybody on staff coming out of that room. Now, that being said, I don't know what the interaction was when he came out, if that was the reason why it led to that, or even if that happened. But for him, he just goes out there and makes his claim as if it's he saw it, you know, Right before his eyes. Breaking news. Manscaped now sells beard products. They are once again revolutionizing men's grooming with the brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. From a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard look. Now you can finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match your carpet. By going to manscaped.com and using the code SHULISHOW for 20% off and free shipping. I mean, a beard is super important to me. It's really the only spot where hair still grows other than my ears and my nose, which is gross. But Manscaped's already taken care of that. Now the fact that they have the beard hedger, I mean, life has just gotten so much easier. Because I don't do it right, you know. And they have designed this to really help the beard-challenged people out there. The beard hedger, this thing's a, a juggernaut at fixing faces. First off, it's a cordless trimmer, has a rotary wheel, gets get 20 positions of precision. I didn't even know you could do 20 positions of anything. All with one guard, too. So you don't have a bunch of guards laying around. It's not a huge mess. I had no idea that face grooming didn't need to be difficult. 20 different lengths in one guard. That's insane. Plus, again, it's waterproof, so you can shave in the shower, avoid all the hair in the sink, and clogging up the drain. And it doesn't just stop there with the Pro Kit. They created four dermatologist-tested formulations for your post-care after you're done shaving. There's a beard shampoo and conditioner, right? Because all your hair is different. Your beard hair, it's more coarse, easier to damage than the hair on your head, so I've heard. That's why the kit made uh, the shampoo and conditioner specially designed to moisturize, reduce ingrown hairs, replace natural oils, and promote beard health. This kit also comes with Manscaped's beard oil, an essential piece for the facial accessory. You don't want your beard all dry and crunchy. The oil relieves dryness uh, on the beard and the skin beneath, and it adds a little shimmer, a little shine, making you look 
extra fine. And you cap it all off with the beard balm. It's a pomade that shapes, styles, moisturizes, and tames for a sculpted look to attract any fellows or dames. And you think they're done, right? No, 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 not Manscaped. The Pro Beard Kit also comes with three free gifts. A beard brush, my favorite, comb, and scissors. So you have no excuse not to impress when it comes to your beard. So here we are, folks. You get 20% off and free shipping with code Show at Manscaped. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code Show. S-H-U-L-I-S-H-O-W. Manscaped, beard hedger, one stroke, one guard, 20 links. Get at me, dog. Thank you, Manscaped. Yeah, I agree. And there are, I mean, there are people, and Howard is is one of them, obviously, having listened to him for so long, that are emotionally distant. They don't want to get involved in that kind of shit. And also, he's just, he's just got done talking for four hours, five hours, like, fuck it, he doesn't want to talk to anybody. Just let him go to his goddamn office. What's so hard about that? You want to talk to him? Go to the Christmas party. That's where everybody talks to him. (laughs) Scott, for a long time. Yeah, I don't think he has had it with Scott for a long time. I just want to just out on the wire because he's 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 right. Let's just face it, how it has turned into everything that he once mocked. And it's true. But I don't I don't see Scott was never a problem to Howard. Even when I was there, like, yeah, you know, like Howard would bust Scott's balls on occasion. But but Scott wasn't a guy that would like piss Howard off. Like, you know, I mean, Howard hated me. You know, I angered Howard a lot more than Scott ever did. Yeah, Baba yeah. angered Howard a lot more than Scott ever did. I mean, he wasn't on the like he wasn't like he didn't have the target on his back. I mean, you know, I mean, don't you think the one thing about Scott that angered Howard was his lack of work ethic and meaning that Scott would do just the bare minimal, almost like a typical union employee. You, for some reason, always angered Howard basically throughout your time there. Uh, I think it's I mean if you look uh, almost always he's always putting you down throughout your entire time. Telling you you're never going to amount to anything. And know, it's beautiful when he tells you about that next job you're going to have where you have to dress up and wear a suit. You're going to be begging to come back to Howard, which I mean I don't know if you remember him saying that but he did say that to you. Now you're you're a student of John. I, I want to ask you this question uh Vince Based on the stuff in the past, the stuff he got his balls busted for on the air, how he acted on, you know, road trips for the show and and various stand-up stuff, stories that got out on the air, do you feel John has changed throughout the years? Or do you feel like he hasn't, I guess? Changed in what way? Like evolved to a bit of a better human being. <laughs> Maybe learn something from his mistakes. Not really. And you know, the, the sad thing about what happened to John was, I mean, he reached a really high peak in the entertainment industry. And now he has virtually nothing to show for it. And that's kind of sad. I mean, the, if you think about all of us combined, sure. everything we've ever done doesn't even come close to being on a network television show. During Absolutely. that time, right? So he was that high up. Throw. Yeah, uh, either no. way, but he was still on it and he did. Yeah, it. I so mean, he- to, to lose that, to come, you know what I mean? And then feel like there's nobody around also, like, you know, no one's coming well, but back. That's the industry. The minute you're out, nobody's calling you. Nobody. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, it, it, it's care. gotta be brutal. It's gotta be brutal. Sure. sure. But, but, yeah. no, but that's not true. The minute you're out is because if you've made connections while you're there and you're a good guy and you, you are a, a creative guy and a productive guy, that's going to 
follow through. You're going to, you're going to find other work. You would hope. Yeah. Well, yeah. guys, you have to say John made it. I mean, he made it. How many made. people do you speak to in the day that you could say are, have made it higher than John has? No, I mean, uh, it was, it was good. None of like, us. I mean, I, I can, I can no. analyze ourselves. <laughs> like yeah. he made it. And the question is like, well, how do you define made it? But he made it. Uh, however he did it, he did it. He was making great well, money. Nobody, listen, nobody's taking that away from him, but yeah. you know, that's, that's uh, what, and, and you're right. That's what makes it sad is he, and, and let's be serious. He kind of, ascended into it mm. i mean he he did trip into it uh based on a rivalry that two guys had and he was kind of you know the trophy wife that was being uh thrown around you know uh he was he, it's the only reason he got to the tonight show right like let's all be honest here it wasn't a talent thing it wasn't uh it wasn't that john was was lighting up the fucking entertainment sky uh leno and howard did not like each other and Leno thought this will be a fucking real, real fucking uh, bamboo shoot under his fingernails by taking his goddamn guy and bringing him here. Bob, I wonder what you think about that, because I think the opposite. I mean, uh, John was on the I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. And he was doing well in the show. Howard refuses to watch it. But John became a likable character, made it towards the end. And then he appeared on acting. Um, okay, whatever. It I'd is, like right? to see it. I, I didn't get to see it, so I'd like to, I'd love to see it now. You know, you know can we put, that was a while can, ago. We need to right? find that. This is a weird thing. I yeah. I tried to buy it. I tried to download it illegally. Wow. I can't find it anywhere. John says he has the actual DVDs, but think about I, that. He was so good and became America's sweetheart that they've taken it off every platform ever <laughs> to watch again. Seriously, I put it out there. I mean, usually you can find anything. Anything, right? yeah. And yeah. it's not there. I, please, if anyone can find it, send me a link or whatever. I'll pay for it. I just can't even get it that way. So anyway, I don't believe that Leno was Leno. Howard was thinking way too high of himself. Leno is in another world compared to radio. And oh no! At that time, at that time, with Howard's ratings, Vin, they were not that far off by any means. At that time, Howard yeah. was still making. And who was more influential? I think is right. Also Howard was Howard, Howard was, was. politicians elected. He was getting books and movies and albums to debut at yeah. number one. Like it was a it was a big draw. Uh, but to say that the Tonight Show, which is a crown jewel for mm -hmm. you know decades, mm -hmm. saw this guy on a reality show, I'm a celebrity, not even Survivor, not even Amazing Race, one of the huge ones. I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, and said, we got to sign this guy, I think is is a lot less likely than somebody in Jay's camp going, dude, we can bring him in as a correspondent. We can He can go, maybe they thought he wrote those questions. I don't know. But, uh, you know, that makes more sense to me than than a, a network and a, and a show that's been around for for that long, taking a shot on a guy from I'm a Celebrity, get me out of here with zero talk show experience, you know? Well, I have a lot of knowledge as to the, the timeline of what actually happened. So they wanted John to actually be that person on the street type of questioning person. And right. then, but John was going back and forth. And then eventually he went on the show, I'm a Celebrity, get me out of here. And then they made him a real offer. And, and it took John a while to get that offer, too. That was not just handed to him. He didn't ask his way into it. He worked mm -hmm. hard and was persistent, had the vision, had the dream, and went after it and got it. 
So either way, whether, and who cares, right? It, so let's just say Leno, for some weird reason, wanted to get at Howard by taking John, which is a weird thing to say for me. It is. But it could, you weird, could be right, but weirder shit has gone on in Hollywood. Agreed. That's for sure. Yeah. I think Howard's more vindictive, and that's why Howard believes that that was the situation. They all but, are at that level. That's the thing. They all are at that yeah, level. Jay was the one hiding in the uh, closet. Yeah. Jay's not a fucking yeah. boy scout. Like, I don't get. They're all, they're all. You gotta watch your back. You know, they watch everybody. You know, why, why doesn't Matt Damon or Tom Cruise go on Howard Stern today? Why? It's not the same show. It's not, there's no strippers getting on a Sibian. There's no, uh, it's, it's a completely different show. It's as tame and as PC as the show has ever been. So why don't these guys go in there? Because they know what has been said in the past. There's a history. These guys, like Howard, has people constantly searching who's talking shit about him. So does Tom Cruise. So does Matt Damon. They're always looking. They always remember. And they always fucking will try and get you back somehow, some way. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's that that nefarious. But, yeah, there's, there's some of it. But ultimately, they made the decision. They hired John. So, like, the point it, we were initially making was, like, did John make it? I, I'd say the answer is yes in entertainment. In the entertainment world, for nobody saying he didn't make it. Nobody okay. saying he didn't make it. That, that is, you dare never... say that, goddamn it! No, <laughs> he, he definitely he made it. it. <laughs> what do you make with it, though? Yeah, it's so funny, Vince, because it's so true. Because yeah, Howard. Yeah, you know what? I I, I I don't know. Okay, this is you know, <laughs> I might this this could be a delusional statement, but I'm just gonna ask you. Do you think maybe he there was some jealousy he had had towards me? Because I know that my wife, <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, ten being the highest, obviously, and and meaning everybody. How many people does John think are jealous of him? That seems to be a very common theme with all him. of them. It's got to be high, right? Yeah, I'd say yeah. all of them. <laughs> it almost pained Vince to say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, we've, we've heard him say it several times. That yeah, well, he tells a famous story about when he was le Oh, oh, that's what I wanted to ask you about. Was he in the wrong for not disclosing with Howard that he was getting ready to leave? Because his spot kind of got blown up when he ended up leaving for Leno, right? Like he was trying to keep it under wraps. Nah, I mean, you. He's absolutely not wrong, and he did the correct thing, and ultimately the the outcome proved it. Uh, was Artie not in the wrong? Artie knew about it for months and didn't tell Howard and sat next to him every day. Yeah, you yeah, could say Artie's a rat for not supporting his his employer. If you think you it's important, say, but you could say, but you could say Artie's a rat for snitching on him too. If he did tell him, yeah, I would say that. And especially, but, uh, and especially the fact that it's not Artie getting a fucking offer at the Tonight Show and leaving the show. Why is it, why all of a sudden is it his responsibility to disclose this to John's boss? John is a grown adult. Why can't he come to his boss and go, I have an offer, blah, 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 and let him know up front? He could. It wasn't going to end well anyways. I mean, we all know that. So just getting the legality out of it, he has no obligation whatsoever. And your employer has no obligation when they fire your ass on mm -hmm. Friday to give you four minutes notice. And most of the Correct. time they give you no notice. So I don't know why employees feel that they have to give this notice. It's it's not. It was, it was more of a just hurt feelings thing. Like, why didn't you come to me and fucking talk to me type of thing? 
Well, and I, I've made a video on this. I mean, Howard was insistent. John, I and he literally says, I don't give a shit about your job. I don't care. I don't want to ever meet with you. Don't call me. So John calls the assistant. He calls um, the second assistant that Howard had. And he's like, I'm, and Howard said, you have to go through Gary. I don't want to hear. You. I don't care about you. I don't care about your future. And if you actually listen to all that, see, I am a John scholar. Mm -hmm. um, but none of that prevented John None of that stopped John from not telling him, right? So he kept it a secret on purpose. He did not want to blow this huge, huge <laughs> deal. And the question is, what would you do? If I if I was in John's position? Yeah, what are you going to gain by, by telling Howard? Well, the only reason I ask this question is because he seems to have a track record of this. There's been numerous agencies that he's gotten in trouble with for trying to backdoor gigs behind their backs and keep all of the money when really that's what your agency is there for, to book you gigs. And, and it's a real no-no to do that. So here's a pattern of a guy who is constantly always trying to backdoor things without people seeing it or knowing about it. I think that's that's patently unfair to John to say that that has anything to do with this situation. I mean, I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, if you have like some evidence that he's doing that, that's fine. Yeah, it's that's all contractual. He's, he's, he's oh, no, talked, no, no. John's agency. talked about it. Um, John's talked about it, and former agencies have sued him. Fine. So let so let that deal out. This is so much bigger than any type of gig that you're talking about, and I don't know anything about it. So maybe you're right with that, but this is huge, right? This is I'm going uh, to be on national television. Counselor, I'm I'm showing a uh, God damn it! I wish I was high. I can't think of the name. I'm showing a pattern of uh, whatever that's called. Thank you. You the defense rest. All right, let's get back into this. You're fascinating, Vince. I could I don't even need clips. I could just talk to you the whole fucking yeah. Time. Yeah, actually, this is a good show. I, I forgot about it, but it's thanks, pretty good. Thank you. Can we put that in the quote, please? Uh, this is pretty no, good. No, no, the show that the show with me and Jahan. You, you, you don't. You don't have to. <laughs> He's never coming on again. On the, you know, the 2000 square foot one, he kind of that's when he started to change and like started to like really get angry with me. I think he was pissed that I like owned such a like a you know a big place in Manhattan and he and he couldn't you know he was like, What how the fuck could John afford this? Like, I think there was some kind of resentment that he had towards me because I was a go getter, you know what I mean? And like, like Howard looked down upon ambition, and I'll say the name now because I won't matter. Will Murray once said it to me, and and I'll say this: I don't, I don't think, I don't think that. Well, maybe I should have said, "Well, <laughs> he's the king of this." He goes, "I'm gonna say it. it's no big deal," and then he says the name. And he goes, "All right, maybe, maybe I should." Well, here's the, here's the story, anyway. Yeah, wasn't Will. right, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the key. He doesn't reel it back in afterwards and go, "Let's just move on." He goes, "Well, here's the story, anyhow." It, it was Bill Murray, <laughs> Bill Murray. It was not Will. <laughs> He's the best. But I did. I don't, eh, I don't, you know, I mean, I'm sure he's fucking, you know, he's there, but Howard's going to probably leave this year anyway. But yeah, I thought the same right. thing, buddy. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Right. The, the has his finger on the pulse, this guy. He knows yeah. it all. What did, Will, did he actually say what Will said? I think he's, I don't know. I think I he's about to. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, Casey had this bit and they asked who Howard like hates the most on the show. And, and then, and then, and then he said, "Well, John bothers me because he's always trying to, he's always out doing other gigs, trying to make cash, you know, in other places, and like trying to like do other shows and stuff." And then, as I walked out after taking a real badass beating from Howard, 
Will walked up to me and just said, you know, John, it's weird that Howard looks down upon ambition. And it was a very prolific statement to me. I don't I don't I know Will pretty long. Was it a prolific statement? I can't see Will saying that. You know, I just you know, I can't see Will saying that to him. He, it, it seems to me that John has a tendency. It's just my opinion. John has a tendency to misinterpret things people say to him and the tone that they say it to. Like, like his famous thing. He tells the story a million times. But he was in Gary's office, and Mary was on speakerphone, and he, and he it was his last day, and Mary, and he says, and Mary Delabate says, John, we're all jealous of you, <laughs> and he's like, and he files that under you know shining moment, but it, it could have been you know. Oh, we're really jealous of you. You know, it could have been anyway. Who knows? But it puts wind in the sails. It's just a saying or whatever. And you, you're happy. You know, what are you going to say? Right. You know, it's, by the way, that was not a prolific statement. No, wasn't prolific. No. The ambitious book deals, movies, radio. But nobody else is allowed to be ambitious on that show. Ronnie has his block party. And what does Howard fucking do? Shut her down. <laughs> What happened to his mic? You hit the you hit the mute button there, Johnny boy. <laughs> this is a, I love this part. When you teach him how to do things, it's just uh, it I, really I love sweet. it. Yeah. <laughs> you hit your mute button. There you go. Are you there, Vince? I'm here, buddy. What? Are you there? <laughs> I didn't go anywhere, John. I've been here the whole fucking time. You've been here the whole time. Are you there, Vince? Why'd you leave? <laughs> Somehow you got me. I'm here. I can't hear you. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Look at your face now. Your face just went, no, stop. Come on now. I hear you. Vince, could you hear me? I hear you, buddy. I can't hear you. You hit oh, your my. mute button. <laughs> Can you hear me? <laughs> oh, it's the best. So going on behind the scenes, yes, John had such a horrible laptop. It was really bad. So we oh. couldn't really do much, even with the programs that we wanted to use. Right. And then the, the certain things I may have non-disclosure agreements, but let's just say you were helping some with their YouTube channel, right? Right. And you're doing everything for them. You're doing the thumbnails and the editing. And you've worked on much, much, much bigger and you have much bigger clients, but you happen to really like this guy. So you're helping him out and then you'll be working and all of a sudden your password won't work. Okay. So mm. you're trying to log into this person that you're working for freeze account and password doesn't work. And then that will go on for the next week and a half, two weeks, three weeks. And it's done on purpose whenever that person feels slighted or gets mad. Uh, See, wow. how would you feel? Now, wow. I can't say that specifically happened in my situation. I'm just saying, like, hypothetically, yeah. how would you feel? And then, of course, I say in my situation, I got fired. Right. But, there, but maybe mm. someone in another situation would say, if you do it one more time, it's over. Right. <laughs> you know, right. Because he knew what, what got to me was that because I'm working. And then all of a sudden, the password has to keep changing if that was just hypothetically. Uh, so that could have been, that could have led to our, our demise, not yeah, necessarily what was going on Ter on the Terry app. Nee has a great question. <laughs> he probably doesn't use it anymore. What was the password? Because I'm sure he's not using um, it. Was it password? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it password one, two, three? Uh, no, it wasn't, let's not find out. It wasn't anything unique. 
that. I can't right. remember. Yeah, just like just <laughs> but like it kept him. changing. Yeah, <laughs> <It kept> change. <coughs> there we go. All right. I for some reason I can't hear you. I don't know what's going on. Are you sure? Try it again. Sign back in, okay? Okay. Vince. Just nothing happened to Vince. Nothing happened to Vince's. All right. never changed. Yeah, it's Vince's fault. All he's got to do is put the settings wheel and, and connect whatever. You hear me? Out on the wire. Could you hear me? This fucking thing. <laughs> boomer tech support. You know, the, the fucking boomer word it seems to be a big thing. It's it's just like the word uh, Muppet. People use the word, and that's supposed to be insulting. Boomer. Oh, I'm a boomer. I'm a baby. Who uses the word Muppet as an insult? I was going to say, is anybody here uh, feel that Muppet is used a little too much? I haven't heard that since I was in prison. I mean, used to call it <laughs> yeah, I, mean I, ne I never heard somebody Muppet. call it. Vince, uh, you got any background on that? No idea. Yep. <laughs> That's what I thought. So insulting. Oh, kill me. You fucking call me a boomer. Oh, all right. Well, I might as well answer some questions before. Uh... By the way, one of my favorite versions of John is ad lib and fill time. John, oh, amazing. When... Yeah, I mean, you know how annoying that is to a viewer to start reading people's comments. That sucks. Telling them to subscribe sucks. Uh, right. These these are like the basic things you got to get off. And also the one of the other rules besides don't change the password that's an hypothetical situation yeah. was don't block anyone for anything anything yeah. i mean whatever it is like if they call my kid transsexual i don't care do not block anyone for anything and then eventually that will all go away anyway yeah. and our audience will grow but if you block anyone i'm out of here that was that was the thing uh the second i left i know cuz then i started to try and text them and troll them with like one of my 400 yeah. YouTube accounts and they would just block you. So it's, it's boring yeah. after a while. So hey, can I read uh, the text you got? Because <laughs> uh, it highlights how patient you are with people. The one from uh, from our friend, our chubby friend. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> this is you talk about you talk about a guy like Vince and he talks about not blocking people. Listen to this. This was a text he got from high pitch. Oh my god! I, yeah, he like gets mad. He now gets mad. Remember. He's like fucking Hitler. He's well, fucking dude, worse you, than Hitler. I don't know if you were listening to Stern back then, but Vince started working with High Pitch, and Vince, you know, Vince, here's an idea because I'm building a network here, the Shuli Network, and I want to do more and more shows. What are your thoughts on breaking down some of the footage from High Pitch Eric's live streams? Do they exist? Do you have them? We have them. We own them. Wow. Uh, the, the issue was, I mean, ultimately, so Bob, we did a show where we put a camera, multiple uh -huh. high definition cameras in Eric's apartment wow. and we, call, we called it the habitat. And it, it, so back, back when YouTube was completely different, it uh -huh. was running 24 seven. We were making tremendous amounts of money and it was great. Like it was great. Eric would, you watch him sleep, eat anything. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was awesome. And then, when Eric would get mad, he'd start to threaten to kill me, my wife, yeah. and it, which is which is fine because I wouldn't complain. And this was, YouTube was pretty liberal back then, but eventually, yeah. like Eric would pull off his pants and get naked, and then they disable the account. But get out! <laughs> see, but this is how oh, you look at this. What year was this actually? 
I guess it was like 2017, maybe 2018. Really? Was that you, recent? I had no idea I, about this. Yeah. Bob, it was like those watering hole cameras in Africa. You once wow. you start watching it, you could not take your and Vince would play like jungle sounds. Oh my god! When he, was, when he was sleeping. Vince would just play stuff through his. Sleep. <laughs> he would deliver pizzas to him at all hours of the day and night. It was like what Perry does, basically. Yeah, uh, I mean, I can't, I can't take credit for everything because fans are doing things. But it'd be oh. cool if you guys can pull up. There's got to be some episodes on YouTube where, where I mean, the cops show up and you no. know, Eric's smoking weed, and then the cops <laughs> look at around like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Because you got to remember, this is a flop house that he lives in. There's no bathroom; it's just oh, a room oh, wow. with Eric in it. And there's a big Donnie, but fans are sending him all this stuff. And then the cop recognizes him. He's like, wait a minute, you're high pitch? And then, yeah. no. Yeah, oh, no. high pitch. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I was just smoking weed. And weed was still illegal back then, yeah. you know? And they let him go uh, for yeah. that. So, like, there's a few things like back. And, like, Shuli used to get mad at me. He would call me up and say, like, you know, you're torturing the guy. And, like, I would never in a million years send the cops to his place. I would never no, send the I, And I didn't know that at the time. I know. I We didn't really yeah. know each other that well. I would yeah. never, ever do that. Now, fans did do it and we didn't encourage it, but there's not much you could do. In right. retaliation, High Pitch uh, sent the cops to my apartment. So my oh kids man. still ask sometimes when they see cops <laughs> to do a wellness check on me. Um, yeah, so he got me back good. I, I said it was good, and and then there's there's at least an hour of of him on Howard, you know, bashing my kids. And this oh gonna my kill him. But you were gonna read something. Yes, so this was a text that that Vince sent me. Uh, this was like a couple of days ago, right? Oh and my it, god! And it's from Eric, and I'll I'll read the. You'll know the Eric part. What's up? How are you? And then. And then uh, <laughs> it just writes back, he, he. <laughs> That's all he writes, he, he. That's and enough. Then, and then Eric writes back, can I stab you and your wife in the chest? Oh, my God. <laughs> and then Vince writes back, sure. What time is good for you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> there goes my hero. <laughs> he is a when he gets, Man, he goes after about people. That. Think oh. about it. I, I think us breaking down the high pitch tape well. would be a fucking home run. Well, yeah, I, I mean, you have you have my permission to use them, so they're they're out there, and I have it. I have all of it. Don't you want to do them with with us? No, I would. I'm just saying, if you ever okay. want to use them, you can. Yeah. Yes, uh, it, it's unbelievable. Like he would threaten, he would scare people that they used to hit me up, and they were scared. Yeah, and I yeah. would have to call high pitch and say you can't do that. You Most of them I mean? were women, by the way. <laughs> a lot. Well, some of them were, but it was really fucking like people were scared. Like he go into this fucking like a crazy Robert De Niro trying to get on a boat in that movie. You know. Whatever well, you know what's funny? Every time I'd be hanging out with him and he'd meet somebody, and and they'd be like enamored of him because it's high pitch, and they'd be a fan. And then I and then I'd always see him do the same thing. He'd go, can I have your phone number? And then I just <laughs> take one last look at that person because I know the next time I see them, they're going to be a changed human being. They're not, not a fan. This is, <laughs> you're not getting that tube back in the toothpaste. Trust me. Or that you know, toothpaste back in the you know what the weirdest thing was? Uh, not Cape Fat. It was Cape Fair. Thank you. But uh, like uh, when when I moved in here, he was helping. Yeah. You know, around the house. For a little bit. 
he had no he got thrown out of his sister's house or something like that he calls me right before christmas and he goes i'm outside i'm thrown out it's snowing out it's cold we said get in the train he was here for like eight months and he learned he worked he fucking he he wasn't he was dirty being or responsible, anything. right? He was, he was being, being responsible. Yeah. yeah, he loved the dogs. We watched sports together. It was fucking, it was fun. You know what I mean? Oh, like you just reminded me. By the way, for all the times you guys have seen high pitch sitting behind home plate at Yankee Stadium, that's Vince. <laughs> Vince. Oh yeah. Gets those and what's funny is, in the <laughs> middle of threatening to stab him and his wife, huh. Vince will just text him and he'll go. Hey, I got tickets to tomorrow night. You want to go? <laughs> sure. And then oh, yeah. he, with him. And he sits there and he, and he watches the game with Vince. And I'm like, why? I see him on this on the screenshot. I'm going, he had to kill his whole family two days ago. Yeah. So how how the show ended, Bob, was that yeah. uh, Eric hooked up with with a felon that took over, tried to take over the show, literally a felon. And then wow. that felon posted my picture and my kids' pictures, and my social security number, so people can mm -hmm. go out and get my social security number on Twitter. And this is when wow. Twitter, it took about a month for them oh. to remove it. Oh, so, God. yeah, so that guy uh, moved Eric into an apartment in, on the ocean. And Eric and I didn't speak for six or seven months. And that oh. guy gets arrested for some other fraud. So he's doing like another eight years in prison right oh, now. Wow. Well, what was his reason for taking... Eric. Well, because yeah. Eric Ming was making money. Eric's channel was making money. Oh, okay. And this guy weaseled yeah. his way in and he uh, promised Eric, he moves Eric out of this flop house and puts him in this beautiful place where I remember going around the office showing pictures to people of Eric's new place. And they're like, Are you fucking kidding me? Like, He's living there right out, right on the water, right? It was beautiful. Oh, yeah. We have to clarify though, like the, the building that the flop house that Eric was living in was a Catholic charity, which is great because Eric's Jewish, but he was, he was at this Catholic, <laughs> Catholic charity and they, they were trying to evict him. So I didn't, right. Uh, oh, that's right. That's right. Because of all the chaos and everything. Right. And, yeah. and you know, look, I have to take responsibility for at least setting up the show and doing it, but I would never, ever, ever do anything to, to harm Eric. I love Eric. Yeah. So yeah. It's, this is not about, me but it was part of that so eric always resented me for for getting him kicked out of a flop house and moved into on the ocean with a wow. gym and a balcony and, and two bedrooms uh so that well, felon paid, paid off yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that felon yeah. paid for eric he paid he put down twenty thousand dollars wow. and then paid like another 20. Wow. i mean i didn't know that he was like stealing this money but uh eventually like eric made a deal with them i think they paid eric to leave there yes and, that, imagine yeah. that imagine a place paying <laughs> you to get the fuck out like that's that so then eric goes and sues me so then the last the show knows of it eric's suing me and then i get the case dismissed and next thing you know eric eric's seen with me behind home plate and he's trying to hide himself from <laughs> from it and then then that's when Howard Stern and Shula was in there. They, they they saw it, and then Eric finally came clean. You know that, yeah. that, that him and I were it's together. Brilliant. Vince is brilliant on every yeah. level. Every level. Yeah, look, uh, Gillis says, like this is the <laughs> truth. Uh, when Eric was with me, remember he went on Stern. He read a list that I gave him. I, Eric had a list of Bob's rules for life. Yes, and I remember one was the Beatles. That was the last. I was five, <laughs> but everything else was like real good advice. I don't remember what it was. But like it was simple. That was that was around the time when when he fell on stage with us because we were yeah. doing a show that weekend and he had had this triumphant appearance on the show where he seemed responsible and on top yeah. of things. 
And then we introduce him on stage and he fucking slides on his belly like Shamu. <laughs> so just a little more backstory with High Pitch. His uh, mom, his mom and dad were married. His dad was gay, but yeah, he yeah. had one sister and the sister and him weren't necessarily she was she's not a bad person, but it's hard to get along with Eric in the long term. Sure. Uh, Eric was living in the mom's apartment and the sister came and basically said he had to leave. Now, technically, Eric didn't have to leave. Now, I represented Eric in, in the lawsuit after because the will, they, 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 they tricked Eric into signing something, giving away all his rights to wow. any of the money in the will. So Eric actually did. I forgot about this. He ended up with a pretty decent sum of money yeah. uh, from his mom's estate and you know, sister and him parted ways. The dad's still alive, though, and living with uh, wow. his boyfriend. Well, good for him. You know, I I I think Eric's uh, cameo has hit a bit of a rut. Um, I don't think he's making what he used to. That's for sure. In yeah, fact, there was. I actually made Eric show me the account at one time. He had forty seven thousand uh, dollars in Just in the it. account, and at the Yankee game, he did about like twelve or thirteen of them, and like he made over like three or four hundred dollars in that day. So he had money at some point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember him showing me, and I don't know if it was total earnings, but it was it was over a hundred thousand dollars. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's so, cool. And and so then this episode of the Uncle Rico show could be people who've blown a fortune, right? Yeah, well, it's true. I I remember uh, it was a it's it was a Philly show, and and uh, Wolfie was there. He hadn't worked. He hadn't started working for the show yet. And I, and Eric shows me what he's made in cameo, and. And my face dropped and, and Wolfie goes, is it a lot? And I go, come here. And he looks and then he looked at me and I go, I didn't want to be the only one whose night was ruined tonight. I go, how fucked up is that? It was just, it made, what a kick in the guts. Wow. So he owes me like, he owes me one of those videos. Well, he owes you 150 bucks. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take a I'll take a video from him. Guess guess what? He owes me 150 bucks too. He hit us both up for 150 bucks at the same time. We oh wait, know. was that recently? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I put him on block. I blocked his number because he was asking me for, for what was it for? Was it gas? Yeah, something oh, like that. It was like he needed it right I, away. That's why I love Eric. Eric's awesome. Yeah. 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 Well, it's an interesting one. I say he's the only guy I ever know got his driver's license and in an accident on his way to my house to show me he got his driver's license. <laughs> you know Who what I he does after he cashes our money? He goes, these fucking retards. <laughs> you know? I mean, Who's he, laughing now, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Good for him. Vince gets yeah. back. Here he comes. Here it comes. Here it comes, Vinny. Let's see. Hello. All right. Are you there? I'm here, buddy. Okay. They, Did he hit his what happened? He hit his fucking face on the mic, looking for you. <laughs> Turn that back a little bit. That was a good smash into the fucking mic there. Here comes Vinny. Let's see. All right. Hello, All right. Are you there? I'm here, buddy. Here it comes. Okay. They, I don't know what happened. It just, it just, it just suddenly I got a thing that says that your mic was muted. Did you hit something over there? No, I think you hit dumbass. You, you did. No, I didn't touch the thing. You know, I mean, my hands are. All right, no, we got it fixed now. So, <laughs> like, yeah, I love that. It's like, all right, we're not going to do twenty minutes on this. We're going to fucking move on and do fucking radio. You see, that's what you fucking. He needs this guidance because yeah. how many shows does he do that he's just talking about how he everybody left the chat or or the connection is bad and how do you fix it? Like nobody wants to hear that during a show. 
Okay, so the, I agree. But then, like, when I listen to Monique from Radio Gunk say the same thing that you're saying and I'm saying, and uh -huh. I get annoyed when I when I hear other people say it because, like, we wouldn't, you wouldn't have any of this content and show if John actually listened oh, to any of that. No, advice. no, of course. Right. We wait, right, right. 100%. 100%. Thank God. Thank God. Never <laughs> fix anything. Vince is now, 100% right. If I may ask a question, at any point during before this uh, particular episode started, do you did you ask John to comb his hair? No, <laughs> never. I, I never, I never spoke about his appearance. I mean, we were just just getting off of not having that yeah. little duck sign for whatever program he was using, Yardstream at the time. Like he was using the free version of it, I guess. <laughs> so it was like it was so basic. <laughs> I'm not even. I'm surprised. Like it's even this this the quality is this good. I, I don't recall how far we oh. were into the. The technical aspects of it. Did you keep yeah. thinking there was a spider on the top of his head during no, this? No, <laughs> no. I mean, look, John's a good-looking guy, so I. Where? Which John? <laughs> Which John? Much about how California is with the coronavirus. Anything? No, no, no. Don't, for no, that, Vince, I'm not Vince, you're no you, Vince, you're no Brad Pitt, but you're yeah. you're ten times better looking than he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that hey, real? Okay, I got a team. So, yeah, because I also heard a rumor that there are two other people on the chopping block. First of all, here are the two I hear from a source, a very reliable source. Two people that are on the chopping block at the Howard Stern show. The first one. Wait, hold on. Do we have a year for this exactly? Do we know? Uh, it's got to be 2020. I, I think it's 2020. Yeah, I think yeah. this is 2020. Okay. Just so I know, so I can see if he's accurate. Because his source would have to be somebody inside for to to let him know who's on the chopping block for wouldn't the most be, part. Wouldn't it be funny if it was a person that got fired? <laughs> I guarantee it's fucking me. I don't do shit around here. All right, let's see. Benji Bronk. I hear Benji is on the chopping block. Okay, so perfect. You... <laughs> <One> right. <laughs> well, that that is not accurate. So, I mean, I, you know, he's still there, so. Not to say maybe he was at that time. I'll do the Vince part. Maybe he was at that time. We don't know. It could have been somebody that called John with that information. Who was the other person? He wasn't. Truly, I don't know. We're about to see right now. Yeah. You heard. You've heard it here first. I've heard yeah. it from one of my moles. But just like you said, Vince, that Howard wasn't happy with Scott. Apparently, there's some friction, something going on with Howard and Benji. Is that really a revelation, though? Because, I mean, he got the motive. I don't know. It may have been. He could be talking about if he really did have a source in there. But I don't know that it happened around 2020. I think it happened before that. But Benji and I got in trouble for something uh, that Howard had to talk to us about. Actually, I heard. You may, may not want to admit or, or deny to this, but I heard that you got in trouble for hooking up with someone on the staff. No. Well. There was Richard once, but yeah. <laughs> no, there was nobody. There was nobody that I hooked up with on the staff. Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't believe that. Anyway. <laughs> all right, <laughs> but I actually did hear that. I don't know. You have to say it like that, asshole. All right. <laughs> Fuck. No, we no, we got in trouble for a game that we started in the back during Robert <laughs> news. We were sucking each other's <laughs> game. I came up with this game out of nowhere and like yeah. fuck it. We couldn't stop playing it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Whose helmet what, what is game? it anyway? <laughs> so 
the game was everybody put five bucks in the pot. And when Robin would start her news, everybody would write down a time mm-hmm. of when they thought the news would end. And what clarified the news ending was Robin saying, and that's what's happening, right? That's yeah. the way she, that was, that was the way she'd close out her news. Yes. Yeah. Her, her segment. So everybody started putting five bucks in the pot and then we would all write a time and everybody would sign it and put it in the, in the hat. And then people would just sit there and people would just be watching the clock and they'd be like, you know, it's 11, it's 1133. They're like, and that's what's happening. And that's what's happening. And then you go another story. They'd be like, God damn it. Right. So, and then when somebody would hit it, like somebody missed it by a minute. And then she goes, and that's what the place, this was all in Scott's studio. The place would erupt. <laughs> and I'll never forget Jason walking in there one day going, what's going on? And I forget who it was. One of the new guys uh, was just like, oh, we're playing this game. And I'm watching the words come out of his mouth. And I'm going, we're dead. I'm like, Jason's going to rap. Yeah. And sure enough, a couple, like a, a few days later, the show ended. And uh, and then uh, Marcy came in to the studio after the show ended. She's like, "If you'd like to have guys, a third, would you?" She goes, "Can you two stick around?" Howard wanted to talk to you, and, <laughs> and it was like you knew it wasn't going to be. Hey, great job, guys! <laughs> You're killing it. Yeah, he really so, cared about that, though. Yeah. Oh, oh, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Here's an exclusive. So. We go into the studio, and normally when you meet with Howard, especially when the new regime was there, the regime was in the room with him, right? Oh, this wow. was just us and him. And uh, and he and right away, he was just like, I thought you guys were on the, my fucking team. Like, what oh, are you wow. doing? Oof. And we were like, and I was like, what? And he goes, you're sitting. Now, I don't know how this was explained to him, but it clearly wasn't explained properly. But he he's like, you're sitting there hoping Robin fucking finishes the new and shut, shut the fuck up. Like he took it as like, we're like, hurry up and wrap the fucking news up like an insult to Howard to, to Robin. And, and it really wasn't the case, but he was so pissed that in my head, I'm going, don't try to explain this. It's not going to help. He's made up his mind that, that, that we're not on, we're not team players for doing this dumb game. So we just, both of us just sat there and fucking took it and then just walked out. That was it. But it was, yeah, it was, he was pissed. It's amazing how people get, people get so afraid of a, uh, of, uh, you know what I mean? A human that can't hurt them physically. But well, at that time, you gotta gotta understand you're in this corporate machine and it's like, you know, that's all it is, is fear. That's all it is. I, that's a terrible thing to be around. And I, you know, it's just, it, it's amazing that fucking people could be terrified of, you know, of your boss. That sucks. You know, Dude, it I, really got, I, got yelled, I got yelled at once in the halls in front of people by management. And I fucking yelled right back at them. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause, cause it, it was just, it was uncalled for. Like you can, you can have this discussion with me in your office or in my office or in private mm-hmm. or whatever. But but if you think you're gonna fucking try to clown me in front of my coworkers, I'll I'm give what I get, and I threw it right back, and and people were coming up to me the rest of the day going, how do you how do you do that? I mean, why would you do that? Are you I mean, all right? Are you all right? Are you crazy? 
And guess what? Management came to me later in the day and apologized to me that they were wrong. Who yelled so, at you? Marcy. Marcy yelled at me. Yeah. And, and Mike, I, uh, Mike in the chat here has a, has a good point that in the old days, that would have been something for the air. That would have been a great pony into the studio that the next had morning. He, had he not been so upset about it, it right. would have been on the yeah. air. Yeah. But he was, it was like the block party. It was no longer, you know. That, yeah. that was or here, here's here's the prank. Once he knows about it, then he he does a a, a deep uh, a cover thing where it gets one of you to say, "All right, pussies, let's put some real money on it," and like right. have, her, have her actually end on that whatever. Right, you like know, you like it. fix yeah. it, like point shaving. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that here's a thousand. Great. Let's put a thousand bucks on this, bitches. That would have been great. An old school show would have done that. Mm -hmm. But if for from leaving the studio is a huge emotion. And obviously that bothers Howard. And I mean, Howard keeps saying that if he's late one more time, he's out of here. You know what the funniest thing in Howard's movie, Private Parts, Mary McCormick, who's playing Allison Stern, says, oh, but Howard, you've always been so loyal to everybody. It's like, bullshit. Bullshit, you fucking loyal my ass. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's not. I mean, look at all the people that he abandoned. Casey, Artie. I mean, you know. Well, if you look at, okay, if you really look at those two stories, how he abandoned them, that was a weird thing that was going on with both of them. Truthfully, if first you look of all, at it, I mean, all. you weren't, I was kind of there for the Casey shit, and that was kind of crazy. And I love yeah. Casey. I love him too, but but I think, Vince, I don't know if you'd agree with this, but when you're at the level that Howard's at, th those people are liabilities and and can damage you in a major way, correct? Yeah, they can. I mean, yeah. and he has no obligation to stay faithful, whatever that means to them. Mm -hmm. But the, the Howard's personality is that once you're once you're cut out, you're cut out. Right. Once and, you're gone, that that's the important. Like Grillo can't go back. I mean, you probably will get to that point where you're you're not going to be allowed to even go back if 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 you go one way. If you go I don't know. Way, I, I I last time I emailed him, he replied, which I was shocked. So, uh, I don't know. I, we had a really good conversation, but I agree with you. Once, once you're out that door, the, it, you know, he's got no obligation or ties to you whatsoever. When did you last email him? Uh, when his dad passed away. Oh, okay. And he wrote you back. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is his personality for uh, writing for him. Uh, it's a much it, easier way to communicate, right? Uh, if if yeah well if if you if you wrote a joke and he didn't use it that day you know most people go oh this is a great joke I'll, I'll do this tomorrow it's gone every 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 right. day was a new day right know, no matter how funny it was if it didn't get used it's gone yeah and that you know that's that's his personality I I I mean I'll, there's a long list the Grillo Howard wouldn't Howard wouldn't all Grillo asked for was like a paycheck and Howard wouldn't do it and 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 he wouldn't even fight for like Grillo told me, Howard wouldn't even fight for Grillo against Tom, just for like a small pittance of a, a small amount of money. Small yeah. amount. And and try and stay like you're full headed into the camera there, Vince, because half of your head's off off screen. I don't know if you can see that. On a scale of one to ten, how f infuriating was it for him to give you directions? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't care. We weren't set up yet, so he's probably, he's probably right. It wasn't uh, centered properly. <laughs> 
Nice. Well, we've try. seen his most yeah. recent podcast. He's still not set up. <laughs> right. Right. He can't even keep the green screen up. Forget Santa. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's better. Yeah. Okay. Now here's a... <laughs> Vince moves right. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I just noticed that. As soon as John goes, yeah, that's good. He moves right back out. Uh, oh, half your head off, off screen. <laughs> Watch Did you see that? Just move it. Yeah. Okay, that's better. Yeah. Okay. Now here's the second one. <laughs> and yeah, Monique and I talked about this, and I already gave Monique. <laughs> We're starting a greatest guest hall of fame, and Vince's oh. statue is going in front of yeah. it. Total credit, because she's the one who talked to uh, Scott. So, and I promoted everyone to go and listen <laughs> to Monique's podcast. So I don't want to hear any shit. I'm not, but. But, you know, this is really interesting shit. I was so pissed that I'm the last to fucking hear about it. The other one on the chopping block, Shuli. Really? That's right. <laughs> well, he was off by a couple of years, but I was I didn't get fired. I, you know. the, is is another one I am hearing. I was always on the chopping block, though, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's not like that wasn't a huge stretch. I well, one, this, this <laughs> might have been he might have heard the story about the about the bet. Maybe, but I also this was the time where you know the new regime was there, and mm -hmm. and me and the new regime did not click from day one. <laughs> uh, from day one, so is on the chopping block. Uh, um, go ahead. Do you think Shuli's a a vital part of the show now? I don't think any of them are really that vital. Do you? I mean, who is that vital? <laughs> yeah, I mean Howard basically is is it. And I don't know. If hold on, hold on, because I, I, I love this guy. He just he just did a super chat. After this virus thing is over, am I going to go to Gary, Indiana, to, to stand up? I would love to. I have to. I have to tell me what comedy club is in Gary, Indiana. Was there a comedy club in Gary? There's a potato oh, bar. Oh, the potato bar. Yeah. I just assume when they write them, it's just somebody yeah. trolling. Huh? Uh, Anon says that Shuli sucks. I don't know. Do you listen, Vince? I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Come on. I'm not sure about it. I never said it once. And that wasn't in the super chat. What are you reading that for? You <laughs> I think well, I was typing that. Yeah. <laughs> Vince says, surely sucks. Oh, that's you. <laughs> in Gary, Indiana. Uh, Anon says that surely sucks. I don't know. Do you listen, Vince? I mean, <laughs> is surely a big part of the show? I mean, he's a part of the show. He's not a huge part. I like Shuli. I think sometimes that he's he's laughing uh, to appease Howard. I know that you guys do that a lot, but his laugh to me is more obvious uh, when he's when he's in the studio. So, all right, guys, say good night to Vince. He's got to leave. <laughs> uh, it's been good. Vince, Sorry, you, you hear the button? Okay, you might have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Vince, you're muted. Oh no. Shuli, did you ever listen back? Well, you yeah. probably don't listen back, but like you, you, you hear that that forced laugh that you I know have but to do. it's not. I swear to you, it's not forced. I, I was on such a high being in that yeah. studio, and I was so excited and happy, and and it made maybe things that I wouldn't laugh that hard at when I heard them outside of that setting very funny. You know, yeah. it's not something that I went in there going. I got to make sure I get about 14 laughs going, whatever he says. I got never thought about it. It was just a, an energy thing. It was just the energy I felt in there because it's contagious. So if I'm laughing, maybe I can get him to laugh, you know, or maybe other people laugh. Who the fuck well, you knows? know, the whole thing is you like, you always 
you're always laughing a lot before you even went in there. Like it's yeah. like you're coming through the fucking audience and you're seeing everybody and just busting balls, and then you finally go in and it's fucking you're all hyped up. It, it was a it was a good place to do it. Yeah, you know where I didn't force laughter or laugh a lot when I was plumbing. Uh, when I did electrical, <laughs> wasn't a lot of chuckles. Larry's part of the show. He's not a vital part of the show. Yeah, I don't. Ah, oh, ah, Jesus Christ! I thought you were a vital part of this, not the Stern show. Oh. But... well, this was a rad time. There's Shuli calls my office, my office, and he said, "How dare you post high pitch Eric's medical records? That's a violation of HIPAA and all these other laws." And HIPAA, so ha- HIPAA, HIPAA. <laughs> so what happened was I posted high pitch Eric's medical record after he got his. Um, his weight loss surgery. Now, had Shuli looked what? closely, like it clearly was a, a Photoshop. It wasn't Eric's yeah. actual record, but <laughs> this guy was, fu- Shuli was fucking tearing me apart. Hey, Vince, you got to admit one thing. I stick by my friends. Am I right? You do, you do. You are very, I was thinking about this today. You have this certain characteristic that's, that's, that's very good in a sense that you know how to, authentically deal with people and mm-hmm. it's good and you don't burn generally a bridge but this bridge you were burning i mean he was fucking screaming i'm like dude 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 it's fake it's not as real yeah i didn't know i just i, know. I just <laughs> you know, Wait, he, that, he had he had weight uh, surgery and he's still what he is now when i seen oh, him he, recently he broke through that band what oh really two months yeah. four months i don't know it, oh, it, it, he never I had seen him and he was he looked fucking big when i seen him what six months ago yeah, yeah we gotta get that bit like shuli did a great bit with howard uh-huh. where after at the yankee game I, I took down a list of everything that eric ate uh, and oh you know and then they went through it so like i made a video of that one too oh uh, uh, yeah it's crazy this is post-surgery vince would feed Whoa. me the greatest fucking information on eric um and, and now his buddy in right. la meat truck mike sends me uh info on eric <laughs> all the time but yeah, Vince, Vince is amazing. He's he's once I understood and got Vince, I'm yeah. like, okay, he's the yeah. fucking man. See, like in Bob, like my thing wasn't like mm. wasn't so much like the show is like I liked having Eric in places that were classy yeah. and putting him there makes it's just comedy for me. Oh, yeah. Eric, like he doesn't care. He'll he'll stick his hand right into the sushi bar, like past yeah. the glass. I love that. I, I yeah, live yeah. for that. So that was my payoff with with Eric. So with on, underlying yeah. with John, John had always thought that I was sabotaging him. Right. So I always uh-huh. asked. So the question I would always ask John is, John, what is the payoff? Right. Change the password on me as I'm working. Change yeah. it. Change. I mean, guys, this went on for for weeks and. It, it came to a point where I'm like, that's it. Do it one more time. If I log in and the passwords change, it's over. All right. Yeah. But I, I said, think to yourself, what is the payoff for me? If yeah. I am trying to sell, I took down all your copyrighted stuff. I, I got you how many subscribers I, we started to really build something. And I didn't, uh-huh. I didn't want to do the show. Right. I wanted someone to eventually take over. I wasn't, that wasn't really my role for this, but he had it in his head that I was out to get him. Right. Uh, well. Right. And I and I love that he thinks, you know, Vince Vince is going to leave his successful fucking, you know, business. He's a fucking attorney, a well fucking renowned and 
and yeah. great attorney. And he's like, let me leave to produce the Stuttering John podcast. <laughs> all the time. Yeah, I knew he was something because I said when, when we were watching this episode, I said, if he's if he has some kind of business or company, he's going to be huge in it because he knows how to deal with, uh, you know, oh, fucking business and how to how to deal with people. As a Jew, I've met a lot of lawyers. And let me just say this. Uh, Vince is on a level that I have yet to see matched by anyone. I'll just leave it at that. Mm -hmm. He's helped and, me. And, uh, I've helped you, yeah. But there are much you know, better attorneys for different situations. But yeah. having that connection is good, too. I'm not claiming to be the best attorney in the United I am. States. I am. <laughs> so, tough shit. I don't like, any, you know, I, mean, I don't know. Oh, oh, here we go. Patrick Michael, did you see that with him? Victoria Vine Vega, the very voluptuous Viking, vacated the last volcano. I didn't see the last part of it on vacation. See, here's the weird thing, Vince. When it comes to being a stutterer, just like when I was doing the announce on on the Tonight Show, I don't stutter like like that. Victoria Vine, it's a song to me. It Victoria Vine Vega, the very voluptuous Viking, vacated the vast volcano volcano on vacation <laughs> sitting like a raptor i was gonna say <laughs> floodgates are open and i don't stutter but then if i'm trying to say if you know, just during like a, a, a like a conversation Vince's face looking at him i see yeah. this is what kills yeah, you me that? you're discovering like a new animal and you're watching it <laughs> so because people are going to want to hear about what it does and it's just amazing very jane goodall of you yeah, yeah. i love it I did that tape to Jay Leno, and then did you ever submit any more tapes? Well, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. First of all, uh, oh. Oh. end of part one, gentlemen. Uh, well, Vince, uh, your thoughts on your first time on the Uncle Rico show? Well, it went okay. Uh, today is the first day of Black History Month, yeah. and maybe Bob will give us uh, his best black joke. Uh, you know what? I don't have any. You know, I I, I don't do any black jokes. I I, I just I'll you bust tell the balls Jackie one. Yeah. Tell the Jackie, Jackie one. The one uh, Jackie used to tell about the uh, the guy walking in the bar with a parrot. You remember that one? No. <laughs> he got black guy walks in a black guy walks into a bar. Wait, hold on. <laughs> black guy walks into a bar with a parrot on his shoulder. Bartender says, "Where'd you get that?" This is Africa. This doesn't suffer. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, black hey. people are the greatest audience. I'll just say that. I don't care yes. what anybody says, man. Nobody dances around tables when they laugh like that. No, but and when you make fun of somebody in, front, in a black room, you make oh, fun of somebody, man. they get up and point at them right to their face <laughs> and laugh in their face. It's the best. Um, Vince, is there anything we can plug for you? Anything yeah, things that I wanted to that working on and just enjoying. Uh, mm -hmm. One is check out Eli, the people's guy. This is a, a great guy who goes around and does sort of a first amendment audit type show but in manhattan and he's this really buff latino dude he's got mm -hmm. a good personality but he'll throw down if people want to and i love fucking with white people and like as he's walking uh, through manhattan he'll he'll record them and say why are you recording me something like that but actually go check it out i mean to me it's it's okay. great he's he's in jail right now he's getting out next month <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but i mean eli the people's guy and then i don't know if you guys ever heard of gas station encounters 
Um, this, is a, this is another one where people, there's a random gas station in Ohio. This is a cool American story. People go in and steal things and they, they really produce the videos nicely, gas station encounters. And wow. it's just a random gas station, a family owned gas station. And they have over two, up to two million subscribers now on I YouTube. Love it. And get I this, man, they're probably making estimates in, off the record made two, three, four hundred thousand dollars a month from wow. YouTube from wow. people stealing from them. How crazy is that in this country, right? So they, just, they just record the people stealing. That's but the guy that yeah. that produces the video is just it's not just recording. He does a whole he does it nicely, and you'll see gas station encounters. Paints, paints okay. the picture, what's happening when that when this happened. Look, obnoxious, the... obnoxious John gas station encounters is awesome. Oh, so the, the people already know about it. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, there's, yeah. that's not a that's not a new find. Like Eli is is more like a thirty thousand. More is just starting now. But oh, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we definitely gotta check this yeah. out. Yeah, I like this shit. Eli, the people's guy. Yeah. Uh, well, Vince, uh, I love you, buddy. We we've been through hell and back, you and I, and uh, you know, I, I've talked to you. You've known me for years. My my hopes, my dreams. Um, my goals, none of them have come true, but I thank you for being a friend and uh, being a pal and coming on the Uncle Rico show. One of the yeah. best guests we've ever had, if not the best, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I um, love it. Which you really doesn't say much about this show, but yeah. it does say a lot about Vince, and that's what matters. Yeah. And uh, please come back again. Please let's talk about the yeah. high pitch show. And I want to talk about breaking down the serious years type of show mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, so it's, it's a smart move because there's, there's a lot of a lot of audience. On we told some great stories tonight. Yeah, I mean, that, that's really, yeah, that's where it is. I love it. Mm -hmm. So and you're the you know, you're you you know what to ask. So let's do it. All right. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, yes. uh, uh, I'll see you. Buddy. Really, you can get job. out of here. Great I know job, we kept great uh, job, man. You didn't have to leave like an asshole. All right. <laughs> uh, he's, fucking, he's good. I mean, just uh the way he does things, the personality. But he's so what I, smooth. I love he's it. So, he's so easy to talk to. <laughs> Look at this show. This show would kill. <laughs> he's so easy to talk to. And and he gets information out of you because it's such a just a natural kind of conversation. He's good. He's a good dude. I like him. Yeah. Um I see asking what's on my mic. It's uh they're they are oh, yeah. They are roaches. Roaches and dirt. Yeah, roaches and cat hair. And cat hair, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Some dirt in there, litter. A little, a little bit of everything, yeah. That's it. Yeah. You know what's so? gonna be good? Like talk, doing a show where we're gonna do about road stories and like like stuff yes. like this. The old stories just being in the studio that nobody really knows the backstage stuff before you go yeah. on the show. Like there's always something going on. It's it's like it's like a party, and then you hear "shut the fuck up," and then you know it's crazy. And when you before you go on into the Stern show, the whole yeah. the dressing rooms are just fucking people. Like it's like a clown show. Well, somebody said, uh, "Forget the mic. What's on your lower lip?" Oh, I got a got a, a cold sore. Yeah, I'm cold sore. So anybody wants, I have a kissing booth at uh, Dabble wow. Man, so. the Dabble. Kind of got it. Right? How did how did yeah. you fucking get that off your hand? wait a minute you so you you're lucky it's not on your lip it, it yeah, seems yeah, to be yeah, fucking yeah. halfway down your chin i thought you got shot or something 
I mean, I'm looking at it, and look, look Gina Bobina says still sexy. You oh, know, absolutely. Hey, you got so what? You got a grandfather fetish? You fucking crazy? I take my chances. You see that? That's a fucking. That's a fucking whore. No, nah, I'm saying that's a good girl. <laughs> no, but that's it. Look, life is about having fun. That was that was good to see. I, I, you know what I love too, because it throws me back that John does have a human side that other people see. Right. And you, and it brings you back to that when there is, there is hope. Dare I say? Yeah. I don't know. I, I really I no. Know. I mean, it was interesting to hear. You know, okay, somebody that has pretty good loyalty with two people that we had on. Mm. You know what right. I mean? There's something there. You know, unless I agree with you. I agree with you. They're totally terrified of him that he'll burn their fucking houses down. It's either one or the other. So I'm I'm thinking he's not gonna burn down people's houses. So I mean, you never know. He might come around and Please. understand that nobody's trying to hurt him. We're trying yeah. to help. Most, Most monsters, monsters have, and uh, have a gentle yeah. side. Hey, Hitler liked yeah. dogs, right? That's yeah, true. Well, and painting, so yeah. you never know. Um, yeah, we're all falling apart, Mike. You got a, a shanker. I had, I had a, I had a snot on my face the other night. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> damn it, Jesus Christ! I don't want to see that fucking thing. Yeah. I was so I drunk. looking like that, but it wasn't snot. I was so drunk. I, don't even I, just, I think that was on my face for like ten minutes before I realized. I was so terrified when somebody said, "What's on your lip?" I thought they were talking about me. <laughs> it was gonna be something stupid on my lip, and that's oh. being Mike. <laughs> it was the greatest thing in the fucking world. I was like, "Oh, Merry." Christmas to me. Oh, well, this is what this was a risk. A friend of mine told me the more John you do, the more you become John. So mm -hmm. we're snotting on ourselves. We've got sores. Next is our hands. Our hands are going to go next. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, listen, this is our last show uh, until Friday night out of the coffin. We'll, we will be doing that from Rochester. So if you do not have tickets for Rochester, I mean, this is it. WATPLive.com Friday night, Comedians of the Dabbleverse, myself, Bob Levy, Mike Morse, uh, uh, Anthony Cumia, Chrissy Mayer, Carl, Vinny, uh, Cardiff, Cardiff making what a stand up uh, debut. So, um, I yeah, love that fucking potato. And then Saturday, we got live podcasts, Uncle Rico, followed by WATP. Both will be live at the venue. 5 30, we got the meet and greet, and Saturday night, the first ever Dabby's Award show. The amount of work that's gone into this, I think you guys are really going to love it. The team's been been working their asses off, uh, and so this is going to be great. And, you know, I don't the know. Production, can I just say, I think the production yeah. is going to be amazing because they've been working yeah. so hard on it, and it's like, listen, fuck the Oscars. Uh, better production, I say. This will yeah. be funny to watch. You know, I don't know what's going to happen, so I'm, I'm going to see it as you guys because I, am hard, I yeah. don't go to meetings. No, Bob's Bob's Bob gets all the links and consistently stays out of the loop, which is fine at the end of the day. Yeah, probably. You know? Yeah, it's just like you know, too much for me. I just like to go, and then whatever happens, I can flow with because it's confusing. There's so much shit going on. It's, there's a lot. There's a lot of moving parts, as they say. So we're excited yeah. to see all of you that are coming out and have supported us from the start. There will be more events. We are going to be recording a lot of this stuff. When and how it gets released, I'm not sure. But uh, but you know, if you got a chance and it's not too far, 
You got a chance to be there live. Come on out. Come on out and join us. You yeah. will not regret it. All right. Yeah, because like in 30 years from now, your grandkids are going to be going. You were at the first DabbleCon. <laughs> You'll all be <laughs> muted. Listen, he had a few technical snafus. We're in his backyard. We're in his home home court advantage. I think we'll be all right. Yes. But we're bringing all our equipment just in case. So. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, all right, everybody. Uh, Shuli Network on Patreon. Shuli Network on uh, YouTube. Shout out to Men Are Talking that did a show tonight. It was a great show. I watched it. Thank you, everybody, for supporting all the shows on the network and donating and, and just being awesome. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and Shalom Shuli on Twitter and Instagram. And that's all I got, boys. Mike, go ahead. Well, if you'd like to see uh, my stuff on Instagram, go to Insta Mike Morse. If you'd like to see what I do on Twitter, say go to Mike Morse Says. Uh, of course, mm-hmm. Miserable Men twice a week here on the Shuli Network. And I have a book that's coming out or has been come out i haven't really paid attention uh but it's on amazon you can order or pre-order or or get it somehow uh, at amazon.com ha ha history i wrote it uh, with a few other guys and illustrated uh, part of it so please check it out thank you all right next saturday uh which will be the 11th uh at vineland new jersey kc rays go to kcrays.com brendan levy's comedy club me kevin brennan and a few other people uh check out mlc podcast on youtube mlc podcast on patreon and we are excited to be going to DabbleCon. Yeah. we really are because like you know the wife's excited when she's happy i'm happy you sure. know she's very well, excited you're happy she's happy ha- you know the saying happy wife happy old fuck you know? <laughs> well, i've been happy twice last year now, now, man, I, she, I make her, she's happy. She, she's, we're, ha- we're really looking forward to it and meeting people we didn't, we don't know, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it's nice to meet, like, even the guys back, you know, the guys in the back. I never met any of them. Yeah, neither have I. I just hired them, sight unseen. Uh, you, you never met Ezo? No, Izzo, Izzo, I've met. Izzo, I've met. Uh, but uh, uh, King of Joe. All Babblers and Stut Joe, I have yet mm-hmm. to meet those two characters. Austin, mm-hmm. Andy, we know. Right. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Up in Canada. Sure. Yeah. Andy's an OG, man. Been around mm-hmm. from the old days. Uh, yeah. So, uh, hey, thank you, everybody, for everything. If you got friends and people out there, tell them to get some tickets and come on out. They'll love the comedy show. Every Listen, the Dabbies, even though it's John-related, if you have no idea who John is and what this world is, you'll enjoy it the way we have it set up. And the comedy show is completely separate of John. So uh, come on out and join, uh, enjoy some laughs. All right. All right. Yeah. And yeah. I just want to say the, uh, to window Torres, uh, the potato will not have a bag on his head as the unknown potato. There's no way he's doing that bit. <laughs> so, I mean, but he's got something special I hear yeah. and I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else? We good? That's it. All right. The first video we played tonight was that like? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I'll keep. I'll keep this going another hour. You know, I want to go to bed. (laughs) It's like you know. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. Got to. You got MLC tomorrow? No, I gotta be going to the airport. You're traveling. That's right. Me too. I'm I'm a traveling man. Well, I'll see you in Rochester tomorrow night, pals. You got it. We'll see you. All right, guys. Have a good night, everybody. We'll see you. Thanks for watching. Take care. That's all for the Uncle Rico 
for tonight. Boy Cigarette Show Bob. Five. Vince Kill. Eat great show again, gentlemen. Let's go. Be safe, fellas. Bob, watch that damn jacket. I watched that fucking jacket. I swore a lot. I swore a lot. I swore a lot. I swore a lot. See you fucking podcast. Peace. Have a great weekend. Stuttering John saying, Gay Log.